This is Chris Martin, and me and my buddy Kevin O'Connor, a.k.a. Kevin O'Everything, host an NBA podcast called The Mismatch. They call it The Mismatch because I'm awesome and Kevin is a gigantic nerd. No, no, that's not why at all, Chris. They call it The Mismatch because I have a brain and you're a loudmouth bozo. Good grief. (laughs) Anyway, listen to our amazing NBA podcast, The Mismatch. Or don't. We really don't care. We're probably going to win a million awards either way. <laughs> Chris, we do care. So don't say that. Please subscribe and listen to The Mismatch only on Spotify. Did you really call me a bozo? <laughs> it's New York, New York, presented by FanDuel. The second half of the NBA season is here, and you can bet on the action with an assist. From FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, you can check out the new and improved Parlay Hub. Filter by odds, sport, and bet type to easily find the most popular parlays. And same game parlays, all on one page. Plus, start betting on the Explore page and the Pulse and Bet Live. Same game parlays for every NBA game. So download the app today and bet with FanDuel, official partner of the NBA. The Ringer is committed to responsible gaming. Please visit theringer.com slash RG to learn more about the resources and helplines available and listen to the end of the episode for additional details. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 100Gambler or visit theringer.com slash RG. This episode is brought to you by Lululemon. Guys, if you're ready for a new pair of pants, try one of Lululemon's ABC Pants. They're made to make you look and feel good. And there's lots of different styles to choose from. My favorite, because I walk around LA every day, I like the joggers. I'm not jogging, I'm just walking fast. But if you're working out, I would try them out. And if you want something a little sleek, maybe business-like, maybe try the ABC Slim Fit Trouser. But I am a joggers guy. I just, once COVID happened, I was just like, I'm, I want to wear jogging pants and joggers and all kinds of soft pants as much as I possibly can, especially when I'm working out. Ultra comfortable and versatile. ABC pants are really in a league of their own. Buy a pair right now at lululemon.com. All righty, let's roll, baby. A special edition of New York, New York with yours truly, JJ Johnson Stremski. Right here on the Ringer Podcast Network, the Rangers, the comeback kids at it again. They were down 3-1 in the Pittsburgh series, down 3-2 in this Carolina series, and a resounding Game 7 victory. They're going to the conference finals. I got a special guest joining me to start off the show. We just did television on SNY. She has 10 zillion jobs, so I don't know which ones I can promote. Uh, I will let her do that, though. The very talented, the Canadian, the hockey savant julie stewart banks hello there jj i love it thanks for having me on i love that we're talking some hockey new york city is en fuego after that game seven win we are rolling by the way how about the scheduling of sny and the scheduling of me to have you doing a geico sports night tonight game seven Chef's kiss. the canadian comes in and the rangers are going to the conference finals everybody's happy honestly couldn't have worked out any better when i got asked to just fill in on memorial day i was like all right sure i'll do it and i was like oh it's game seven like this is the best night ever we get to lead with it 
they win. We also have a nice little Mets win for all you baseball fans out there. But for hockey people, this was great. I mean, it's just so great when the Rangers are good in New York City because you can just, you're reminded. like No, there's so a buzz, right? Many like, fans. You have seen it now. You've yes. been in, how long have you been in New York? I've been in I've been in New York for almost five years, but I first got a taste of everything in 2014 when I was actually covering the Stanley Cup for FS1 when I was in LA. And I came here and I got to like, did the Eastern Conference Final against Montreal in 2014. And this was the same year that they won their their last game seven on the road against Pittsburgh. And they won a game seven on the road against Carolina. And that was the Martin San Luis year, if I'm yes, not mistaken, Yes, yes, right? yes. Yeah. And it was so exciting to cover that and see the city alive then. Of course, obviously, it didn't go in the Rangers' favor. But ever since then, that was when I first like met met our buddy Mike. Well, that was where you came <laughs> to fame. And by the way, I should have started this in honor of Mike with the hello, dear. I feel like that would have been the perfect way to start this conversation. It's like when Mongo Nation started, you know, warming to me. It was when Mike had me on Well, because you that. were on before any of those Mike Francesa shows and that is when Mike would parachute in to do all sorts of hockey. And yeah. I admit, Julie, same sort of deal. I'm not dialed in throughout the regular you season. You know enough. But I get into it. No, listen. You like, get, there's yeah, a you... buzz. There's a feel. There's an energy in town yeah. when the Rangers are good. Are you surprised that we're talking about this team and conference finals? I mean, after they came back the way they did against Pittsburgh, I got to be honest, I'm not really surprised they came back in this Carolina series. Because I've seen it now. Been there, done that. Not surprised. I would say I placed a small wager on them to win the cup. So Very nice. If you don't yeah. mind me asking, because we can talk shop here. Yeah, because I know uh, you what can. Is the, what is the number you got? Um, I got plus 1,800. When did you get it? I think back in February. Really? Yeah. That's a little lower than I thought it was going to be. It is, because it's like kind of like almost that still. No. Well, I was going <laughs> to say, I got 20. Full disclosure, 20 to 1 was available what? before game six. What? Well, well okay, okay, yeah, here's yeah, yeah. the thought process, they right? Hot, if they, were like they lose, then. but right, like if they lose game six, I know, I know, they're over. They done. We, we, I, I went to game six, and I was not thinking beforehand they were going to win it. But then seeing Igor dialed in, seeing the power play doing well, you know, seeing a lot of things that we saw during the regular season start to click in the playoffs, it felt like they could do it. And you know what? You know when it's game seven, I know it's so cliche. It's like really is anything can happen. I know that they say, oh, Carolina has this great home record, blah, blah, blah. Those records get broken at some point. Like, and you could feel with the Rangers, everything clicking at the right time. I was like, man, this team's going to do it. The way they did in game six, being at the garden, seeing every different aspect, the special team, seeing the kid line workout, seeing Spanajad, my God, he's incredible. Kreider finally kind of stepping up. He'd been really slow this series, I'd say. You know, that's a nice way to put it. But it just was like when you have that depth and you have goaltending, man, you are well. You're rolling. dangerous, right? You're dangerous. Yeah, that's and what, yeah. Power I mean, play and goaltending to me decided really this special series teams because and game seven, the Rangers set the tone with two power play goals. Then you got a goaltender who can go and basically that's back amazing. it up and play Perfect. you know top notch goaltending. And on the other side, Carolina, you were there. Game six, want to let up a couple of soft yeah, goals. He couldn't even see, he soft couldn't goals. see the puck. But to Carolina's credit, it was like. They were ne no one was feeling comfortable with the Rangers lead in this New York office until literally it was six two, I'd say. Which I don't <laughs> understand, by the way, because I got here right at the end of the second period, beginning of the third period. I kind of timed my yes. drive from Brooklyn perfectly so that I'm in the yeah. car in the studio. I don't miss anything because I'm a lunatic like that. I thought the game was over, Julie. No. Full disclosure. No, no, no. no. Jay, Jay, I know it's the dreaded three-goal lead. The way Carolina looked on offense, they look cooked. 
I thought they were no, cooked. No, no, they're just they're they're their offense is so suffocating and like they're D man, they pinch really well. So like they're able to catch you. Um, and that's what they they still were able to kind of like keep that going. You thought there'd still be a little bit of a little skirmishes, little fisticuffs sort of. Didn't really the get that in the third period, but to be you honest. didn't. But you thought that they were going to do that, and I just—I mean, I'm from Toronto. I saw a four-one lead with ten minutes left in the third period in a game seven, haunt me since 2013. I feel your Toronto pain. Toronto was up. I know the and Toronto it, pain. I do. I saw that with the Blue Jays. Like, you're not getting any sympathy. I will uh, pass the sympathy along with you, Maple. Oh uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, we don't talk about them. They're a team that lost in a game seven to Tampa. So I, I've seen this Tampa team. I covered them in the first well, round. Well, I was going to get to that because you are a hockey gal. You were on the sidelines. You're all fired up. You're doing the Toronto Tampa series. Tampa, this team. What, what is it about them specifically? that makes them so dangerous and so good in these playoff spots. Like the goaltending's top notch. The the experience is top notch. So you saw them. What why explain to the hockey novice why Tampa is on the verge maybe of winning their third straight cup. Honestly, it kind of comes down to something I saw John Cooper say, which was they've literally seen almost every situation. So you have that ability of the knowledge leads to the confidence, leads to not gripping your sticks too hard when things go awry, when things, when you're down five, nothing in one game and, and you're thinking, Oh, we're out. Um, they know that they can come back. Like it's this odd, calm confidence, which some might think like, Oh, well, you're playing on the back of your heels, but it's not. And I find that unique because they've had this week off and sometimes that can lead to, you know, sort of a passive game one. Like I think game one against New York is going to be like, throw it out the window. That's not going to be the series. Because I think that that's New York will be either they're going to be rolling on adrenaline. They could just they could just kill them or they could be extremely exhausted. Like you're not going to be worried about Tampa if they lose the first game. No, no, no. And and when we when I was covering them in the first round, like it starts at the top. And honestly, I can't say enough about John Cooper. But I mean, speaking with Bruce Arians about him, he was like, he is the coolest, calmest coach ever. He doesn't yell at his players. He gives them information. And if you watch him on the bench. He's giving them information. He trusts them. There's so much depth with this team, right? Like, even if you look at their fourth line, which has been Patrick Maroon, who's won three cups already. Uh, Corey Perry, who was on the losing side last year. He was with Montreal. He was on the losing side the year before with Dallas. And he won a cup 15 years ago with Anaheim. I covered both Maroon and Perry in Anaheim years ago. And these guys have found a way to become just super effective. Like, they have so many different pieces, right? Like, when you look at teams that go deep in the playoffs, it's that they found every piece. Because if you are a team that just has nifty forwards or has strong D or has just a goalie, you aren't going to make it. Maybe just a goalie, you could. But other than that, you need to have the the depth. And also, I mean, you got Steven Stamkos, you got... Braden Point, right now, we're not sure about his status because he was injured in the last series. They're keeping that one kind of hush-hush. Naturally. He's, that's he's hockey a pretty, terminology pretty, pretty for good you. Guy. Um, you know, Victor Hedman, it, you go down the list, Andre Pilat, like, it's like everyone can score. The young guys like Ross Colton, who was incredible in the last series, he won the Stanley Cup with his goal last year. And one thing I found that Arian said that was interesting was he said, you know, winning the third cup's easier than winning the first two because you know you can do it. Like, it's always been the hardest. Like, can we repeat? No, you can't repeat. You're, you you got that cup hangover. You can't blah, blah, blah. This like, wait, we did it. So we can do it again. Okay. <laughs> Talk me through 
the Ranger blueprint for winning this series? Is it as simplistic as Igor standing on his head, power play, outrageous, star players showing up? Like, how did the Rangers win They're this almost more similarly matched up. They're more similarly built than with how they face the Hurricanes. Yeah, because Carolina was a contrast in styles. Yes. yeah. I mean, Carolina was, wanted to play low mm-hmm. scoring. The Rangers, because of Igor, okay, you're going to trust yeah. him in net, but they want to get up and down the ice. Yeah, this is the only difference is you're going to have a youth versus experience, which can work in your benefit sometimes, but they're getting experience. Like, I mean, Adam Fox has had 10 points was in this series or something like that. He set some crazy record. Like, they, even their young guys are, are setting records and, and doing well. So, like, it is, it's almost like a younger Tampa in a way, like maybe an earlier version of Tampa because you have great goaltending. Your defense is probably your weaker spot against theirs because they just have more experience there. But then you have, you know, three, four lines, like maybe a little bit more depth, but like who depends on how healthy everyone is. I mean, you're, and the, the thing is also who, who's going to benefit from this week off and not week off? I don't know. So, but you're going to be facing, this one will go like seven, I think. Oh, so you expect Atlantis series. Yeah, yeah I hope I you're right about that. New York was similar to Toronto um, in that they have a lot of really good scorers and goaltending and defense is not the same goaltending. Jack Campbell is not Igor Shesterkin at all, but he's a good goaltender. But this kind of reminds me of that first series where it's going to be a lot of fast play. It's going to be a lot of. Um, you know, who can take advantage of those moments and also not have to basically what we saw with Carolina was having to deal with this stifling forecheck and worry about the turnovers and then that leading to an odd man rush. That's not necessarily going to be the case this round. Okay. We'll get your serious prediction in a minute. Fellow Canadian, you're doing first round sidelines for the Maple Leafs and the Lightning. Was that like a holy shit, like, career moment. I, like, like, I try to put myself in your shoes. Like, if I was doing, like, a hit on the field for, like, a Yankee playoff game or, like, a Dolphin playoff game, I would, there'd be 10 zillion thoughts, like, going through my head. Like, oh, I can't believe this. Like, did you feel extra, like, jittery or were you, like, so in the zone, like, this is playoff time, this is what we do? JJ. Like, because it was super cool seeing you. It was... It was like, it was so cool. Like, I can't, I cannot, like, downplay how absolutely cool this was. Career high moment. Like, and I mean, I was, uh, I'm, I've been working the biz for over 12 years now. I'm super old. <laughs> and Which, by the way, that's, that, that sounds crazy. <laughs> so have I now for the, um, when did I do my first radio show? In like, 2011. So, yeah, yes, so it was like, a similar you know, timetable, yeah. You know how to be unbiased. You know how to, like, put the jersey away, put the fandom away. It's actually easier to cover your team when you don't, when you aren't a fan of them. Because then you can just, like, do your job. Yeah, talk straight. You don't have to course, worry about yeah. anything. So, that was good. But it was, like, I definitely had moments where I was, like, oh, my lordy, lord, lord. You are literally living your dream job. And I, it, it kind of just fell into my lap, like, three days before it happened. And I was thinking, wait, I'm getting to cover Toronto. And and I told my agent, I was like, you know, they do they know I'm from there? Because I, I don't want them to be like, oh, we put someone like from there on that series. Like, yeah, they want you to be able to tell the stories of like what it's like for the city and like understand the pulse of that team. And I thought that was fascinating because like I haven't seen that sort of mentality maybe before. And so that was the coolest thing ever. Um, it was unfortunately cut short because I got COVID, which was like literally 
the fucking worst. I, I mean, the timing. I'm sorry to say. I know, this, no, no, you can you can drop that language here on the it was podcast. The fucking that, worst. It was, I, it was the game. fucking worst because I'm sitting there, I'm all fired up, I'm ready for the next game, and it's like we're not going to see Julie because she's got to quarantine in our hotel room for nine days. And it was like misery. Just, it was. I was so so careful. All this like whatever. I've been I've been like a COVID crazy person, and then I was even thinking because we had to go to Canada and you have to test to come back in the U.S. Like every single time you cross the border, you have to test to get into the U.S. And um, the Leafs were flying out of Buffalo because you can cross. And that's what the J- that's what the Yankees Jays do. A lot of teams do. It's like you can cross in a car or bus across the border and just fly out of there and don't have to do the testing. Um, it's like I didn't want to suggest that to my employer. Like, hey, here's a way around. But um, I knew I had it. So I was like. I might as well start the clock right now. <laughs> well, I have good news for you, though. It will not be the last time that you're doing a Stanley well, Cup playoffs. I, hope, now, I, I don't know if it'll be the last time you're doing a Maple Leaf series because they actually have to get back there. They, I, I put more pressure on them than I do you getting back to that spot. It, you know what? I just wish that I had been covering. So I was I had to watch games six and seven from, well, five, six, and seven from isolation in a hotel room. And so it was like, like, were you like overlooking the arena from I your was, hotel? I was. So did you see all like the crazy people yes. out in the square? You're like, yes. oh, then there sucks was this, to suck. There was this big Stanley Cup structure outside of like the train station in Toronto that they had. And then they... After they lost game seven, they like took it down. I was like watching this dismantling from isolation. But it was it was just so much worse watching it and not working it. Because I was like, I cried then after they lost game seven. Because I was like, okay, I, I'm a fan. Now you're back. You I'm, know, back emotionally I'm back in the for fan. Sure. And I was like, no, 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 no. I'm not ready for this. So whatever. Do you feel native New Yorker? type vibes do, for you definitely. right now. I do. Feel, I feel like you have fit into New York very well. Uh, yes. I. And, You're and, much more of a New Yorker than you are a, uh, what's what's the term, an LAI? What do they you. call each other? You know, that's like, um, I don't know, like in L- Los, Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Los Angeles. That's yeah, why I'm not from LA because yeah, I don't know what the hell they're calling. Sorry, anyone, any, anyone from LA listening to this? Dude well, that's fine. They're going to be offended. Too I've bad. always felt when I lived in LA, I was like, I want, I wanted to come to New York. I just like, I felt it in my blood. Like, I was like, I, I want to live in the front part of my brain. I always felt like I was retired in LA. I lived on the beach, had it really great. I'm such a loser. I was like, I need to go back. I need to get to the streets and like be there and like be be in the cold. Yeah, and 20 I want to like feel it. Deal, yeah. I'm not just sitting here like just gonna like die here, just like living my life in the sun. I was like, no, I want to go feel it. And then uh, it was just like this opportunity came up to come here, and I'm like, I I know I was meant to be here. And so, especially after that 2014 series, like this city, every time I would come here, I'd just be like. Oh my God, I need to move here. And I've loved every second of it. I mean, it's fucking expensive as hell to live here, but it's like worth every penny. Have you adopted a New York team yet? Um, we know your Blue Jays. We know you have your leagues. Yeah. You haven't, you like, is there a New York team? Like uh, just the Rangers is it. Okay. That's a fair answer. Yeah. Like I can't adopt the Yankees. Because no, you're not the allowed. Same division as you're not the allowed. Yeah, fine words. Uh, and the Mets, I can't because they usually have been pretty bad since I've been here. Although now you come back <laughs> and they're pretty damn good. They, you're right. You're right. I mean, you go through your timeline in New York and you kind of correspond yeah, that with the yeah. Mets records. Not good. Ever since I worked at SNY, they've been pretty, pretty bad. I mean, no playoffs yeah. since 2016. Yeah, but that's changing this year. I know. So, okay. Good for business. Other than that, and I'm I'm a Raptors gal. So, I mean, we're... we're, we're that's right. The video of you, I will never forget because this was right when we started working together yeah. on an old show, The Thread. 
I'll never forget the videos of you and Good Morning Football, NFL Network, Rachel Benetta. The yes. video, I was like, these gals are getting after it. We, you know what? I mean, I would have. It was a year ago today that we went to game one against the Warriors in Toronto. We were like, let's go. Like, we're obviously going. She had a longer flight from L.A. I came from New York. And we're like, Raptors have a bad record in game one. Whatever. We got offered tickets. We're obviously going to go. They win game one. And I remember the streets of Toronto, people were like hanging off of streetlights and just partying like they'd won it already just because they won game one. And no one, I remember watching like Stephen A and everyone just being like, how do the uh, Bucks match up against the Warriors? And I was thinking, man, like they can't get no respects, right? This like weird Toronto team that no one really thinks anything of. But we had Ka- Kawhi Leonard then. I mean, I I don't I I sense saltiness it from was, you. No, no, we were lucky. I was like, gonna say, even though he left, it's like oh my god, no, he gave us go to, like you tell me right now. Uh, I'll give you an yeah, example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Patrick Mahomes went to the Dolphins for a year, right, and won a Super Bowl and left. That's fine. Okay. I'm good. Yankees, I feel differently because I've seen them win a bunch. The other teams I root for, all right, the Knicks. The Knicks can go and get you. Give me the guy. Giannis goes there. Okay, for Giannis a year. goes there for a year. Wins and leaves. Done. I know, but you think you you no, think no, no, that no, you're no, fine. No. no, no, you think no, you're fine with I'm it. I'm telling you right now, I'm good. You think you think you're fine I've with seen them, it. Because I don't think, think I'm ever gonna see it in my life, Julie. Okay, okay. I get it, I get it. That would be like me. Then then we go further if that was with the Leafs. Because with this, what was hard was it gave you hope that he would stay. That he might stay. Because yeah. he was working really well with all the trainers. His health was great. He's got Drake like writing lyrics about him. Call, you know, the whole car scene. Remember, it was like, where is he going to sign? He's, whatever, there's a helicopter following them around. And you're like, I think he's going to stay. I remember that. And then I remember waking up. I was super hungover. And it was like, why is going to the Clippers? And I was just like, fuck, shit. Bummer. But then, again, I was happy. My boyfriend's a big Knicks fan. He was like, you just saw your team win, win randomly win an NBA fight. Yeah, it's not bad. It wasn't anything I ever predicted. I was like, yay. And he's like, you went to two games. You went to the game they won it at. I lost my passport. It was like a crazy night. Well, that's the way to do yeah. it, though. I mean, if your team wins a title, you might as well go full tilt. Yes. Lose yeah. passports, be hung over the it next morning. It was pretty, perfect. pretty good. So for anyone out there wondering what it's like to surprise win, Rangers could I do need that. a surprise win. I need a surprise win in my life. By the way, I can see, I don't know Benetta at all. I obviously know you very She's well. Great. Watching her on television, I see why the two of you are friends. Because we're both weirdos. No, but that's what I like. Yeah. That's where we fit in. You yes. know, weirdos Anonymous. Uh, Rachel actually, when we first like met, and she we met, and she was doing MLS stuff, and I was like, man, you're super funny, hilarious. So I was doing soccer. She moved to LA, and she like didn't have a place to live, so she actually lived like on my couch for a month. Wow, and there you go. I, at the time, lived with NFL Network Steve Weissman, who's like an anchor there. And then, so Rachel was there. This is like out of like a Hollywood sitcom, by the way. And our mailbox was like a law office. It was like Weissman, Bonetta, Stewart Banks. Like in (laughs) there's so many people in this random apartment. Um, But it was awesome. And she is exactly what you see. Awesome, down to earth, super fun, just the best. So I'm so glad to see her flourishing. Well, I'm glad that you're flourishing, by the way. Final one. (laughs) Final one. You killed the 30-minute telecast. I mean, top-notch 30-minute telecast. (laughs) I'm only awkward when I'm telling JJ he's got he's doing well. Like I enjoyed I, that, by the way. I got a kick out of that. I, I, like, I, like I, I think JJ. I did a little. I would have done a little flex. I think I would have done like if I had like a script or something. I would have flipped it. Backflip yeah, style could do it. Yeah, I don't know why. I was like, I'm so great at being super awkward on a throw. That's like I'm number one. If they have a sports on me for super awkward throws. I, 
I would have won like 100 by now. Nailed it. Nailed it. <laughs> All right, before we get you out of here, Rangers, Lightning, give me a serious prediction. Oh, man. This is a New York podcast. Uh, Lightning in seven. I can't fight you. They're the better team. But I think Why, York, so you're no, tell me I they're going to win York a game. Might, I think New York might win this year. They get a game seven. I think the Rangers are going to win it. I also I say and Tampa it's going to be home. Six. It's going to be home. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's are it. you revising that prediction now? Honestly, I've always thought Tampa to win, like to go. But I'm thinking after what I've seen the last like two games from New York, I see New York winning it. Wow, that's going to give the Rangers fans some hope. Let's say Banks. New York. Okay, New York in seven, and they face. Oh, I really want to see New York Edmonton. Oh, you want the Canadian vibe, of course. Well, we got that. That's like two. That would be two great. Like, I mean, not for American viewers probably, but like Connor McDavid versus Igor Shesterkin. That's great. No, they would win. Then, then they Rangers can't go wrong win. either way. To be honest, with you. Rangers would win. Hmm. Okay. So you're telling me if the facing, Rangers. So Avalanche, if they're facing Edmonton, think, think, yes, they will not win against Colorado. Yeah. Colorado more complete. Julie Stewart Banks, <laughs> what are we what are we plugging, by the way? You have 10 million. Yeah, jobs. you're like, where the fuck do you work? Excuse me. Well, I know you have multiple. No, no, no. You're like, hey, right. you have 10 well, million jobs. That's the way it it's goes. the gig economy, folks. Um, I work at Fubo TV. I host a show called Drinks of Things, which I've been wanting to get you on like three years. By the years way, ago. I want I if I come I was, on, like, it's either Casamigos or Brooklyn. I was booking I'll bring my JJ on like three years ago before the pandemic, and then we just never did it. Um I'm in. You tell me when, especially because okay. drinks are involved. Yes. And it's just drinking and talking, like basically right now. Um, we're not drinking. Uh, uh, but then um, Drinks with Thanks uh, on Fubo TV and also, oh, I'm doing a show at the NHL. We start on game one tomorrow <laughs> slash right, uh, right now. We start today uh, for the conference finals called Third Period Live. Tremendous. And it's a watch show. And then just doing something for the NHL, Stanley Cup Live, going on the road. I just forgot I had all these things. I'm look, looking, look at, I'm looking at you being Julie's like... like giving me the schedule. I had no idea this was the schedule. So Julie Stewart-Banks killing it. And by the way, she's killing it here at SNY. Thank you for a couple minutes. Thank you. Appreciate it. This episode is brought to you by Hotels.com. If you're busy like me and you're trying to catch your kids' games, it's important to have somewhere where you can go to find a good hotel. We're all over the place. Sometimes, you know, we're in Florida. We'll be in New York. We want to take the wife on a quick vacation and get away. Whether you're looking for a relaxing getaway or heading out of town to see the playoffs, Hotels.com app has a perfect hotel for every trip. Compare up to five hotels side by side so you can see prices, amenities, and star ratings without having to switch back and forth between options. So start planning your next getaway and find your perfect somewhere in the Hotels.com app today. This episode is brought to you by Empower. You got money questions like, can I retire early? What are my best savings options? Can I afford to pay for my kid's education? Luckily, Empower has all the answers. With Empower's real-time dashboard and real live conversations, you get clarity on your real-life financial goals. So join 18 million Americans and Empower What's Next. Start today at Empower.com. Tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Sponsored by Empower, not an endorsement or a statement of satisfaction by a client. Just because you wrestle alligators for a living doesn't mean you should have the skin of one. Say goodbye to dry and cracked skin with Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash with Vitamin B3. Made for 24-7 renewing moisturization with daily use. With scents of vanilla and shea, people will think you've taken up candle making as one of your hobbies. And there is nothing wrong with that. Old Spice Super Hydration Body Wash. Shop Old Spice now. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome in, welcome in, welcome in. The New York Rangers 
once again have won a series in seven games. Again, the New York Rangers, who were down three games to one against the Pittsburgh Penguins. The New York Rangers against a Carolina team that was undefeated in their home building. They take them out. They take them out in a monster, monster, monster way, and they are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. What a time to be alive if you're a Ranger fan. Welcome into Spotify Live. You know the deal. Get on the wagon. Get on the horn. You got to be fired up. How can you not be if you root for the New York Rangers? Look, that was as complete a Game 7 as you're going to see. And you know what dictated the terms of this particular game? Special teams and goaltending. Sometimes hockey can be rather simplistic. Special teams and goaltending won the Rangers this game, point blank. Because what do they do? They score two very early goals on the power play. They capitalize on the power play. The Carolina Hurricanes continue to stink on the power play. Then you throw in the fact that the Rangers are able to survive the onslaught in the second period because of the fact that Shostarkin is playing out of his mind. The goaltender advantage in this series was so overwhelming. It's not even worth discussing. It's not even debatable. Shostarkin was as good as it gets. On the other hand, Ranta was shaky. To get the two goals from Fox early on the power play, Crowder, you're waiting for him to come alive. He comes alive on the power play and scores. And I know the three-goal lead can be the dreaded three-goal lead. It's talked about all the time. Guess what? This game was over in the second period. I don't know if you Ranger fans felt this way. I certainly did, and I wasn't putting a kibosh on it. Listen, they were good to me in game six. We invested. We were very invested in game seven, and they delivered for us in more ways than one. I love that price tonight. I talked about it on SNY. I talked about it with Tony Pucks yesterday on the podcast. Listen, the Rangers tonight were the play. The Rangers tonight were the right side. Gut check win in Carolina. Now it's on to Tampa. Look, you worry about Tampa 24 hours from now. Your team just won a game seven in resounding fashion. And how good is this franchise in game sevens? Outside of the Tampa Game 7 in 2015, they have been money, money in these Game 7s. So a whole lot to like. Crowder with two. Philip Heedle, who's been unbelievable in the postseason. Cop, what a good pickup he was. Could not have drawn it up better from a Rangers perspective. All right, let's get to you guys hot and heavy right out of the gate. Um, we're going to lead it off with Eric, who gets us going. Eric, welcome in, baby. How we doing? JJ, what's going on, brother? All is well, Eric. Your Rangers on their way to the conference finals. What a performance. What an effort. I think I think the key to the night, and you said this early on, on your podcast yesterday, was the, the main guys had to show up, and you saw that. Mika with the power play uh, deflection to Kreider. Kreider, obviously, with the awesome goal. But I think the biggest key was you couldn't let the crowd get into it early. They got the early power play goal. And it just set the tone from there. You get the second one, now we're rolling. And Chessie gets into that that groove early on. And just looking at the shot differentials, it felt like that they were Carolina was going to maybe force the issue a little bit. Uh, but Chessie held serve, credit to the defense. for Trouble with the big hit, that really swung the game a lot. But just an unbelievable effort by all around. 
Kid line again, just stepping up. Alexi with the assist, Heedle with the goal. You know, we'll worry about Tampa on Wednesday. This is an amazing win tonight. Yeah, and listen, for a young team, they continue to gain confidence. You love the way they respond when they're down. They're playing in an environment where they didn't have success in game one or in game two or in game five. So to follow that up and win this sort of game on the road, Eric, it is enormous for the psyche and the confidence short-term and long-term of the New York Rangers. And look, their stars showed up. They made big plays when they needed to. The power play, you couldn't have had more of a contrast between what you got with the Ranger power play and what you got with Carolina's power play. And having Shesterkin in that, obviously an equalizer, and that's tough to counter. Carolina couldn't counter in any way. And how about the heart from Lindegren? He just he he takes every hit. He's making every play, getting smashed into the boards. He's really the heart and soul of that defense. And I think he really energized the guys tonight. And coming back out in the ice, he's just you know one of those blue guys in in, in that locker room. And I, I really think we have a chance in this next series. We're three zero against them this year. They they obviously Tampa's been through the wars. They have a lot of. Uh, hardware to show for it, but there's a lot of miles on them too. We have, you know, we're going to have youth on our side, but you know, we'll worry about that Wednesday, but this was an awesome win. And I think, you know, there's a lot to build on moving forward, but let's go for it all right now. Hey, listen, get greedy, get greedy. I totally agree, Eric. Listen, do I think the Rangers are built for long-term success? I do, but get greedy at this point. And here's the key with Tampa. That's going to be fascinating. Tampa hasn't played now in over a week. You could make the argument that might help them. They're well-rested. They're ready to go. Or it's a team that's lethargic and is not ready right out of shoot to go play at Madison Square Garden. Rangers have the home ice in this series. Tampa is going to be favored. Tampa is more battle-tested. I mean, after all, they won the Cup back-to-back years. The Islander fan knows a thing or two about losing to the Tampa Bay Lightning. Hey, the Rangers, early on in this Tampa run, before they got over the hump, they lost the Game 7 to Tampa way back when. So a little payback is in order. The Cobra is fired up. His Rangers are going to the conference finals. Ain't that right, Cobra? Dude, the New York motherfucking Rangers are going to the Eastern Conference Finals. Okay? I knew this game was over when Ranta was spread wide open like Tracy Crawley on fucking prom night. We had this game. We had the fucking talent. We came out blasting on the power play. Lindgren, God bless him. Igor fucking put out a fucking show tonight. Kreider, again, we paid him the big bucks. He came out, he showed what he was able to do. Fucking clutch. This team, back against the wall, they get it done. I see Barry Melrose on TV regurgitating his words. Tonight, we got it done. Going to play Tampa. I hope I hope they brought their golf clubs because they're going home too. Fuck McDonough. Cobra fired up. Listen to Cobra. Cobra right now, a little extra pep in his step. I mean, listen, his team couldn't have played a more complete game. They couldn't have played a better game. You mentioned the star player showing up finally in Crowder. It's funny. Crowder in Game 7 now has two goals. Scored a Game 7 in the Pittsburgh series. Scored a Game 7 goal here in this series. The power play getting it done. And Carolina's inability to get it done. Obvious. Very obvious. Let's head to David, who's up next. David, floor is yours. Man, John, I want whatever Cobra's drinking. Listen, Cobra right now might be a couple of Casamigos deep. Who are we kidding? But good for him. Hey, listen, I'd be joining him if it wasn't a work night for me and I had to be on television in about 20 minutes. So The only other guy I can imagine who's having a night like that is Steve Summers, who called Rangers in seven for how many years? That guy must be. <laughs> I mean, think about it. Our pal Summers 
Rangers in seven, right? Well, now he is retired, enjoying himself on the Upper East Side. And he's got back-to-back Rangers in seven, Dave. Rangers in seven. That's right. Listen, JJ, I was very, very uh, concerned about this game, especially with the way Carolina played at home. But I heard you call the Rangers. You said you're taking the plus. I took the plus, JJ. I followed you. We win. We get the win in the series. We get the win in the uh, in, in the sports gambling. I love it. It's a win. But I got to tell you, you got a tough decision Wednesday night. Game one. Well, I'm going to have to figure it out. I'm glad that you brought this to my attention. I have tickets for the Yankee game. Now, I could do a couple of different things here. I could go to the game, shut the phone off, go zero dark 30, and then get the DVR going when I get home and then catch up late night. I could be at the game and kind of stream it, which is a pain in the ass and is never enjoyable and is never a good thing. Or maybe I reschedule going to the Yankee game. uh, I don't know, maybe... Thursday night. But the problem is I got to be doing TV. So I'm really in a tough bind and a tough predicament, David. And full disclosure, I haven't thought about it until you and I have had this conversation just now. So I'll figure out what the hell I'm going to do. I mean, you brought it up on the podcast. I did. But like, you know what? I brought it up in passing yesterday. And I was like, eh, you know what? I'll worry about tomorrow, tomorrow. I don't want to put the cart before the horse. Sure enough, the Rangers win this incredible game seven. And now, I mean, listen, by hook or by crook, I'm going to be dialed into that hockey game. I'm going to be invested. I'm into it. It's a ton of fun. It's great for the show. It's great for New York City. David, there's a whole lot to like right about now. People are saying I should bring the iPads. I I, I don't know if I could actually do that, but we'll see. We'll see. Tell you what, JJ, I'm going to let you go because I know you got other calls. These are good problems to have, my friend. Let's go, Rangers. They are good problems to have, David. Excellent call. Appreciate it, my friend. They are first world problems. You know what I mean? Let's head to David, who's up next. He joins us. Hi, Dave. Sorry, sorry. I got you, bud. It's all good, man. You're ready to rock. You're ready to roll. What do you got? I just wanted to make a quick appreciation call for Jeff Gorton and Rick Nash because Ryan Lindgren is the glue that holds this team together. And he came to them in that trade, Rick Nash trade back in 2018. And they also got a first round pick in that trade. You know who that was? First round pick, Rick Nash trade. It's, oh, man. I don't actually. I'm gonna hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. Let me guess. No, it's not Zibanejad. Um, no, who is it? Tell me. Keandre Miller. Very nice. Very nice. See, this is why I count on you guys, David. When it comes to hockey trades, you know, this is not exactly my area expertise. This is this is the benefit some of you get for being true Blue Ranger fans throughout the regular season, helping a guy who's parachuting in for the postseason. You know what I mean? Yeah, but hey, you look up and down the lineup. I mean, you mentioned Zibanejad. He brought him here as well. Like, the guy built this whole team. They finally mentioned on the broadcast today. I mean, I I was surprised when he got let go. Uh, but Drury's, you know, taking the team to the next level, as has Goliath. Uh, think about it, David. Listen, last year, when the Rangers made all those changes within the front office, a lot of people had a problem with it. A lot of people thought it was Dolan overreacting. A lot of people were saying, well, what's going on here? You did all this good work of, you know, getting young players in here, young talent. Now, all of a sudden, you want to get tougher and you want to change the entire field of front office. Well, that move ended up being a stroke of genius and hiring Gallant to be the head coach has been an absolute slam dunk. Yep. And I think uh, the key tonight was just getting getting the lead. I think Carolina, they're, they're like one of those NFL teams that gets a 10-point lead and you just can't come back on them because their defense is so stifling. Well, and that's what we've noticed. David, let's be honest. That's what we've noticed in this series, when Carolina has fallen behind and they fall behind by multiple goals, they got no answer. They got no answer. That's why when the Rangers got up 2 to nothing in this game, 
I said, if Carolina doesn't score a goal here and make it 2-1, to one, this game is over. And I know Ferraro said it in the broadcast. And I got some texts from Ranger buddies saying, oh, my goodness, how could he do this? He's jinxing him. He's putting the kibosh on him. He's right. Game was freaking over early in the third period. Over. Let's head to uh, Bradley, who's up next. He joins us. Bradley, take it away. JJ, good to talk to you again. I mean, you can't say enough about what the Rangers have done. I mean, you, you think about this was a year of them, like, just rebuilding, think, see what they can do. This team has shown guts. They've shown passion. I mean, you can't say enough about Igor. Um, I, I can't wait for that uh, the series against Tampa. I'm, like, I'm relishing in it. Well, listen, it's a good house money series for the Rangers. Just like this series in many ways felt like a house money series for the Rangers. Look, Tampa Bay is incredibly talented. They got the best goaltender in the world. Igor is going to have to be up to the challenge against that battle-tested team. You've seen all the players for Tampa over the last couple of years. And anybody who has watched those series with the Islanders knows what kind of foul power they bring to the table. And let's be honest, they have turned it on in a monster, monster way in the first two rounds of this postseason. First taking down the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, then, of course, embarrassing. And I mean embarrassing the Florida Panthers, who were a machine throughout the regular season. Hedman, Kucherov, Stamkos. Listen, we've seen these guys in postseason games. It feels like year after year. That's a tall order for the Rangers. I think they'll be spunky in this series. Asking them to win this series, though, I need to see the first two games and how the Rangers are going to handle things before I can proclaim that. But we got a long way to go. Bradley, you don't even worry about Tampa on a night like tonight. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> how can you? I mean, if you're a Ranger fan, you just want a game seven on the road, at least enjoy it for like 24 hours and then say, all right, I'm ready. I'm ready for the Lightning. Yeah. No, I just can't. I can't stop thinking about it. You know, they come this far. You know, we all thought like, you know, they, were, they weren't going to make it past Pittsburgh. And everyone said they were gonna, not going to get past the Canes. And they shocked, and they back-to-back series, and they just shocked the world and just, uh, you know, proved everybody wrong. So, can't help but uh, look forward to the next series coming. Well, the team's got balls, Bradley. There's no other way around it. They got serious balls, dude. And I don't want to hear about Crosby or goaltending situations with the Penguins. They were down 3-1 in that series. Their star players had to come through and make some big plays. They did. Panarin gets the game-winner in Game 7. Kreider scored a goal in Game 7. Zabenejad had a hat trick in game six. And the Stars got it going at the end of this series. And Shesterkin. Shesterkin, here's all you need to know. After game four, I'm getting calls from Ranger fans about him getting benched for Gorgiev. Ranger fans. Good Ranger fans. Good thing Gallant didn't listen. Good call, right? Let's head to Sean, who's up next. Sean, take it away. Hey, JJ, the bartender of my life. Love I try, bro. I try. That's what we do. Even when we don't have the base knowledge of hockey trades, that's what we do. Hey, that's why I parachute in this time of the year. You know what I mean? It's fun. It's enjoyable. First things first, you're the bartender of uh, sports media. Never cut off the Cobra. The Cobra has a- I mean, listen, the Cobra is a character, my friend. The, guy, the Cobra and I go way back to my radio days. Uh, he has gone full tilt now that he can say whatever he wants without the FCC getting involved, which uh, which can be a blessing and a curse. You know what I mean? I'll subsidize that guy's tab anytime. He's he's good in my book. But, hey, to all the Rangers fans, look, I'm a Red Wings fan that lives in the South. I'm just happy for this franchise. I called in after they won against Pittsburgh and said, look, don't worry about the future because when you're in this spot in the playoffs and you're a good team and you're a young team and you're a pain to play in this kind of an environment, Take what you can get now. Try to win now. And I know you're not looking ahead to the lightning, but 
listen, I watch a lot of hockey. I'm one of those regular season guys you like to rely on. The way to get to Vasilevsky is big guys down low and moving it circle to circle. And the Rangers are as good at that as anybody with Ryder, Savannah Jad, the bread man, the kid line. I'm not saying they're going to pull it off, JJ, but I'm saying if they get game one, it's going to get real interesting because this isn't. Well, I'm curious to see how Tampa looks. That's my question. They got the experience. They've played all these cup games and Stanley Cup playoff games over the last couple of years. I thought they were going to run out of gas, quite frankly, in the first round. Full disclosure, Sean, I bet on the Toronto Maple Leafs to win the series because I thought the line was telling. See, this is me being an outsider in the regular season with hockey and then looking at Vegas lines and then trying to come to grand conclusions. I thought that line was begging you to take Tampa. And Toronto was up in the series. And what happened? They choked. That's what they do every year. Every single year, Toronto finds a way to choke. Florida, a lot of people thought it was their time. It was their moment. Tampa was too, too much. In net, their skill, their size, they're an impressive team. This is a house money series for the Rangers. House money. We'll see how that layoff affects the lightning right out of the gate. Are the Rangers fatigued, or they, can they use this momentum to kind of parlay them into the next series? It's always interesting. I mean, there are, exa- there are plenty of examples of teams with rest that thrive. There are plenty of examples of teams that don't have rest and thrive. There's no rhyme or reason to this shit sometimes. Let's to Adam, who's up next. Adam, take it away. Hey, man, love to be here. Uh, great fucking show. Great fucking game. I mean, I, I think uh, what I love to see from this is not only Tridel keeping it going, getting getting a hot hand back under him, but also Kreider getting back on the board after a break. Need that shit going into the Tampa Bay series. I like the Rangers in four for that. I really do. I think they're going to come in hot, smoking guns. They're ready to rock. Wow. So you are proclaiming right now you like the Rangers to win this series in four games? I think Igor is playing the series. He's playing the best hockey of his life. I've never seen anybody play like this. Vasilevsky's obviously an X factor for them. He's going to be. Well, I got news for you. I got news for you because the great Alex Plavin just texted this uh, to me over from FanDuel Sportsbook. Rangers to win the series a plus 155. Tampa Bay is minus 185 in case you're wondering, in case you want to throw a couple of bucks down. If you like Tampa to go and sweep this series, you're probably getting like 20 to 1 odds. Go take the lottery ticket. Hey, Adam, I'll be the first guy to give you credit if that ends up being the case. But you're predicting a four-game sweep for a team that's plus 155 on the uh, series price. You got some stones, baby. Let's head to uh, Scotty, who's up next. Scotty, what up, babe? JJ, bro. I mean, what a game. What a series. Uh, I love the Cobra's energy. I don't know who Tracy Crowley is, but listen, the goalie was having his legs spread open like Linda Lovelace. But you know what? Tampa Bay, look, I'm not worried about Tampa Bay right now. I'm just enjoying this game. I mean, I kind of figured the Rangers had this game by the second period, but, you know, like I was watching my dad and, you know, he's seen, he remembers, you know, the curse of 1940. He seen the Rangers blow so many games in his life. So he was like, no. You know, we're, we still got it. You know, ain't over till it's over. But finally, I think by, you know, when they scored that goal, like when Tampa scored that one little goal they had, and then the Rangers came back and scored, I knew the game was over. Yeah, I thought it was over three to nothing, to be honest with you, Scotty. I mean, to get those two power plays right out of the gate, for Carolina not to break through in the second period, and then the Rangers get the Strom goal to make it three to nothing, I, I, I thought Carolina looked cooked. They were a team that looked cooked in game six. They struggled to score. Shesterkin was playing too well, and they just were not skilled enough. They were not good enough putting the puck in the net. 
and capitalizing. That's why special teams, the Rangers' ability to kill off penalties, the Rangers' power play execution, and Shesterkin, that's why they won this series. Case closed. Yeah, and uh, your last uh, green room was live. I didn't get to you, but, you know, rest in peace, Ray Liotta, bro. I mean. Yeah, very, very sad. He was in my favorite game of all time, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Wow, that's right. He was in Vice City. You know, Scotty, I totally forgot about that. I totally forgot the great, late, great Ray Liotta was in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. I did not know that. I did not know that. Damn. That's funny. Funny thinking about. Yeah, I'm still stunned by that news of last week. And if you missed our podcast, listen to Fantasy and I. If you're a Ray Liotta fan, it is worth your while on the New York, New York feed. Let's head to Jack, who joins us next. Jack, take it away, baby. How you doing, JJ? Good to see you. Just watched the game in Union Grounds. Oh, nice. That is my that is my neck of the woods. That's right around the corner from me. Fantastic. It was going crazy in there. It was going crazy. So basically what you're telling me is on an off night, on a night where I'm not doing TV, I got to come into Union Grounds for one of these big games. That's what you're saying. I'll catch you next, AJ. Next game. Uh, done. I like the sound of that. So I got a question for you. Dolan, I'm a longtime Knicks fan, huge Knicks fan. Love the Knicks, love the Rangers. Dolan gets so much crap for his for how he deals with owning the Knicks. And yet somehow he's managed to not fuck up the Rangers. Why do you think he's done such a bad job with the Knicks and managed to field a really nice team pretty consistently, you know, save for the little down period, they're back at it. Why has he done such a better job with the Rangers? My initial thought is that James Dolan has stayed out of the way with the Rangers and has kind of gotten involved too much with the Knickerbockers. Now, let's give Dolan credit for this from this standpoint. They could have decided to stay the course with their GM, to stay the course with their head coach after a disappointing season just a year ago. They said, no, we're making changes. Maybe it was that fight or lack thereof at the end of the year that rubbed some people the wrong way. But the idea that the Rangers fired their GM, brought in a new head coach, Dolan's got to get some credit for that, Jack. You know, we all rag on him, and I kill him for the Knicks. He has destroyed the Knickerbockers in more ways than one. I got to be fair, the way the Rangers have been run and the changes they made last year kind of spearheaded what we've seen so far this year. You love you love Gallant. He's done an amazing job so far. I mean, you can't say enough about that change. And just the team in general, everything they've put together, they've built on their success. They haven't taken, you know, the easy way out and said, let's do, let's middle around. Let's go for it. I think it's super impressive. You love to see it. Listen, Jack, they have a terrific head coach. He's been there. He's done that. He has given the Rangers much-needed credibility. And this is a young team that has come of age. I think the fact that you have a couple of veterans here, you brought in some nice pieces, Cup, Vetrano, they have helped out at the trade deadline. There's no doubt about that. They've had some moments here in this postseason. It's a good blend. And this team just does a way better job of scoring goals with far more ease than the Lundqvist Rangers did with defense was their strength in their calling card. Both teams had exemplary goaltending. This team's got a lot more firepower. Let's head to Will, who joins us. Big Will, what's up, babe? Hey, JJ, big fan, man. I appreciate that, Will. Far too kind, man, far too kind. Thank you. Big fan since the fan days, man. I love you, man. Beautiful. I know we're talking about the, the Rangers. I'm a big Rangers fan. Uh, but, you know, I was seven. I'm, we're the same age. I was seven years old in 94 when the uh, super stoked after tonight. Great game. 
still very scared of the of the lighting. Uh, uh, I, I have PTSD from uh, the last couple of years seeing them in the playoffs. So I totally get it. And listen, Will, I can tell you point blank. I was in the building game seven a couple of years ago in the conference final when a lot of Ranger fans thought it was going to be a coronation. A lot of Ranger fans thought they were going to find their way to a Stanley Cup final for the second straight year. They didn't score a goal. They played a lifeless game for three periods. And that group and that team never got back. And Tampa continued to ascend. The Rangers were on decline. Now it's different from this standpoint. This is a Ranger team on the rise. And this is a Tampa team looking to become a bona fide dynasty in the NHL, winning three straight Stanley Cups. That's what's at stake coming up in this series. How cool is that? It's going to be very interesting to see if we could, uh, if we could knock them off. It'd be great. My girlfriend's a huge Oilers fan, so we're hoping for uh, an Oilers-Rangers uh, final. That'd be great. Uh, listen, I think the league would be A-OK, Will. A oh, Well, listen, that's that's the way it goes, man. Sometimes you need a house divided every now and again. But I, I think the NHL is doing cartwheels either way. If they get a Canadian team, which wouldn't be great for American ratings, but if they have the Rangers, it's New York City, and the Ranger brand, or we're talking about Tampa trying to win a third straight cup, that is – Listen, the Eastern Conference Finals on ESPN, for hockey terms, are going to do unbelievable ratings. The great Jeff Money joins us. Money, cash them, baby. How we doing? We cash. I took them every game, and this was the even money going into here plus the 130. We cashed in for, ended for the series with a winner. Anytime you can cash a plus ticket, and I know a lot of you probably hopped on the series when they lost game five. Maybe some of you hopped on the series when they were down two to nothing. Full disclosure, Jeff Money, I am now holding a ticket in my hand for the New York Rangers to win the Stanley Cup. That is going to be a fun ticket to have a little fun with. I got, I, I wish I got in a little earlier in the party. Probably should have grabbed it when they were down 3-1 to against the Pittsburgh Penguins, but uh, I'm not going to complain, Jeff Money, about a 20-1 to ticket. Oh, you got 21. I think right now, I think I, I checked fans. I think they were plus, they were plus what, five? I think they're. Well, they were, t well, they were 10 to one. I saw earlier today before the game, or maybe it was eight to one. It was right around there. The minute they win game seven and get to the conference finals, you're not seeing that number. Now it's five to one, which is a fair number. And look, I think the series price is reasonable. Isn't it crazy? The Rangers have home ice. They have been the comeback kids throughout the postseason. And yet, money, Tampa Bay is still laying minus 180 in this series. It shows you the respect the Lightning are going to get, and they deserve it, dude. They deserve it. Absolutely. They're a monster. And game one, you know, I'm still going to roll with the Rangers. You're getting, uh, I think that last time I checked just now, I said plus 105 right now. I saw somewhere with the Rangers. See, that is a very interesting line. So the opening line, I'm looking right now for Wednesday. Oh, you're seeing it. I, see, I got to put, does FanDuel have it up? FanDuel probably has it up. Saw it from somewhere else. I didn't see it on FanDuel yet, but I saw it from somewhere else with plus 105. But FanDuel, but I put I checked FanDuel about five minutes ago. It wasn't up. Uh, I'm curious how that will move. That'll be interesting. Um, I would guess, Jeff Money, the public will come in on Tampa. Yeah, I got nothing right now. I got nothing for the um, Rangers down to five to one. You nailed it. They are down to five to one after winning this series. Oh, man. Missed the boat on a Stanley Cup wager. That's all I'm going to say, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. We didn't hop in. I mean, you got to roll with them each other. You got home ice now. I know they're playing against the monster Tampa Bay, but you got to roll with them at least in game one. See how things flow. Like you said, for the time off for Tampa Bay could be a factor. We'll have to see. Even though, even though they do got the experience. Look, the Rangers 
down three to two in this series, down three to one in the prior series against Pittsburgh. And Jeff Money, in general so far, they've been a very good home team. They have been a very, very, very good home team. The only home loss that you can reference is that game one overtime marathon that they play with the Pittsburgh Penguins. Defending home ice and defending Madison Square Garden, hands down, is going to factor into the Rangers having a legitimate chance of winning this series. They got to... I, even though Tampa, look, is not like going into the gauntlet. It's not like going into, let's say, uh, Pittsburgh, where it was a raucous scene, or maybe it's uh, Edmonton or one of the towns up north like Toronto, even though Toronto has been terrible in their own building. The Ranger home ice has been tremendous. They need to feed off of that. There is no doubt about it. Folks, you guys absolutely crushed it for the half hour we were here. We will be doing all sorts of content. New York, New York, Spotify, follow us live. Follow me, John Jastrzemski. Download the podcast. Do what we do. I'm about to do television. If you miss this production, if you miss this production, we will have this posted as a podcast. JJ out. Enjoy. Be good, everybody.